Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible following the weekly Torah portions and including portions from the rest of scripture. My name is Karen and I'm going to be your reader today. Today is Thursday, March 23rd, and it is also the first of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar, which also means it is the Rosh Chodesh today. Today in history, the tabernacle is erected based on Exodus chapter 40, verse 17. Now in the first month of the second year, on the first day of the month, the tabernacle was erected. Ezra also begins his journey from Babylon to Yerushalayim on this date, from Ezra chapter 7. For on the first of the first month, he began to go up from Babylon. And finally, the sanctification of the second temple begins on this day, based on 2 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 17. Now they began to consecrate on the first day of the first month. This week, our Torah portion is Vayikha, which means he called. And today is the fifth reading, where we will read from Leviticus chapter 4, verses 1 through 26. Before we begin, though, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, If anyone sins unintentionally in any of the things which the Lord has commanded not to be done, and does any one of them, if the anointed Kohen sins so much as to bring guilt on the people, then let him offer for his sin which he has sinned, a young bull without blemish, to the Lord for a sin offering." He shall bring the bull to the door of the tent of meeting before the Lord, and he shall lay his hand on the head of the bull and kill the bull before the Lord. The anointed Kohen shall take some of the blood of the bull and bring it to the tent of meeting. The Kohen shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of the blood seven times before the Lord in front of the Pichochet of the sanctuary. The Kohen shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of sweet incense before the Lord, which is in the tent of meeting, and he shall pour out the rest of the blood of the bull at the base of the altar of burnt offering, which is at the door of the tent of meeting. He shall take all the fat of the bull of the sin offering from it, the fat that covers the innards, and all the fat that is on the innards, and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver, with the kidneys, he shall remove, as it is removed from the bull of the sacrifice of peace offerings. The Kohen shall burn them on the altar of burnt offering. He shall carry the bull's skin, all its meat with its head, and with its legs, its innards and its dung, and all the rest of the bull outside of the camp to a clean place where the ashes are poured out, and burn it on wood with fire. It shall be burned where the ashes are poured out. Now if the whole congregation of Israel sins, 
and the thing is hidden from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done any of the mitzvot which the Lord has commanded not to be done, and are guilty, when the sin in which they have sinned is known, then the assembly shall offer a young bull for a sin offering, and bring it before the tent of meeting. The elders of the congregation shall lay their hands on the head of the bull before the Lord, and the bull shall be killed before the Lord. Then the anointed Kohen shall bring some of the blood of the bull to the tent of meeting, and the Kohen shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle it seven times before the Lord, in front of the Pekoet. He shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar, which is before the Lord, that is in the tent of meeting, and the rest of the blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar of burnt offering, which is at the door of the tent of meeting. All its fat he shall take from it, and burn it on the altar. Thus shall he do with the bull, as he did with the bull of the sin offering, so shall he do with this. And the Kohen shall make atonement for them, and they shall be forgiven. He shall carry the bull outside the camp, and burn it, as he burned the first bull. It is the sin offering for the assembly. When a ruler sins, and unwittingly does any one of all the mitzvot which the Lord his God has commanded not to be done, and is guilty, if his sin in which he has sinned is made known to him, he shall bring as his offering a goat, a male without blemish. He shall lay his hand on the head of the goat, and kill it in the place where they killed the burnt offering before the Lord. It is a sin offering. Then the Kohen shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering. He shall pour out the rest of its blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering. All its fat shall be burned on the altar like the fat of the sacrifice of peace offerings, and the Kohen shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, and he will be forgiven. That was Leviticus chapters 4, verses 1 through 26. We also have a reading from Numbers for the Rosh Hodesh, from Numbers or Vamith Bao, chapter 28, verses 11 through 15. At each Rosh Hodesh, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord. Two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs, a year old without blemish, and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering, mixed with oil for each bull, and two-tenths part of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram, and one-tenth part of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb, as a burnt offering of a pleasant aroma and an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be half a hin of wine for a bull, the third part of a hin for the ram, and the fourth part of a hin for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Chodesh throughout the months of the year. Also one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers 28, verses 11 through 15. Now to our portion from the prophets, we'll be reading from Isaiah chapters 25 and 26. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. 
I will praise your name. For you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago, in complete faithfulness and truth. For you have made a city into a heap, a fortified city into a ruin, a palace of strangers to be no city, it will never be built. Therefore a strong people will glorify you. A city of awesome nations will fear you. For you have been a stronghold to the poor, a stronghold to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm and a shade from the heat. When the blast of the dreaded ones is like a storm against the wall, as the heat in a dry place, you will bring down the noise of strangers. As the heat by the shade of a cloud, the song of the dreaded ones will be brought low. In this mountain, Adonai Zevahot will make all peoples a feast of fat things, a feast of wines on the lees, of fat things full of marrow, of wine on the lees well refined. He will destroy in this mountain the surface of the covering that covers all peoples, and the veil that is spread over all nations. He has swallowed up death forever. Adonai the Lord will wipe away tears from all faces. He will take the reproach of his people away from off all the earth, for the Lord has spoken it. It shall be said in that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest in this mountain, and Moab will be trodden down in his place. Even like straw is trodden down in the waters of the dunghill, he will spread out his hands in the middle of it, like one who swims spreads out hands to swim. But his pride will be humbled together with the craft of his hands. He has brought the high fortress of your walls down, laid low and brought to the ground, even to the dust. And that day this song will be sung in the land of Yehuda. We have a strong city. He appoints salvation for walls and bulwarks. Open the gates that the righteous nation, which keeps faith, may enter. You will keep whoever's mind is steadfast in perfect peace, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord is an everlasting rock. For he has brought down those who dwell on high, the lofty city. He lays it low. He lays it low even to the ground. He brings it even to the dust. The foot shall tread it down. The feet of the poor, the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprightness. You who are upright, make the path of the righteous level. Yes, in the way of your judgments, O Lord, we have waited for you. Your name and your renown are the desire of our soul. With my soul I have desired you in the night. Yes, with my spirit within me, I will seek you earnestly. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. Let favor be shown to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of the unrighteous, he will deal wrongfully and will not see the majesty of the Lord. O Lord, your hand is lifted up, yet they do not see, but they will see your zeal for the people and be disappointed. Yes, fire will consume your adversaries. 
O Lord, we will ordain shalom for us. For you have also done all our work for us. O Adonai Eloheinu, other lords besides you have had dominion over us. But we will only acknowledge your name. The dead shall not live. The departed spirits shall not rise. Therefore you have visited and destroyed them and caused all memory of them to perish. You have increased the nation, O Lord. You have increased the nation. You are glorified. You have enlarged all the borders of the land. O Lord, in trouble they have visited you. They poured out a prayer when your chastening was on them. Just as a woman with child who draws near the time of her delivery is in pain and cries out in her pangs, so we have been before you, O Lord. We have been with child. We have been in pain. We gave birth, it seems, only to wind. We have not worked any deliverance in the earth. Neither have the inhabitants of the world fallen. Your dead shall live. My dead bodies shall arise. Awake and sing, you who dwell in the dust. For your dew is like the dew of herbs, and the earth will cast out the departed spirits. Come, my people, enter into your rooms and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself for a little moment until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his palace to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth also will disclose her blood and will no longer cover her slain. That was Isaiah or Ishayahu chapters 25 and 26. For our reading from the Ketuvim today, we'll be reading from Proverbs chapter 18. A man who isolates himself pursues selfishness and defies all sound judgment. A fool has no delight in understanding, but only in revealing his own opinion. When wickedness comes, contempt also comes, and with shame comes disgrace. The words of a man's mouth are like deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is like a flowing brook. To be partial to the face of the wicked is not good, nor to deprive the innocent of justice. A fool's lips come into strife, and his mouth invites beatings. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are a snare to his soul. The words of a gossip are like dainty morsels. They go down into a person's innermost parts, one who is slothful in his work is brother to him who is a master of destruction. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to him and are safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, like an unscalable wall in his own esteem. Before destruction, the heart of a man is proud, but before honor is humility. He who answers before he hears that is folly and shame to him. A man's spirit will sustain him in sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear? The heart of the discerning gets knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. He who pleads his cause first seems right until another comes and questions him. The lot settles disputes and keeps strong ones apart. 
A brother offended is more difficult than a fortified city. Disputes are like the bars of a fortress. A man's stomach is filled with the fruit of his mouth. With the harvest of his lips, he is satisfied. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. Whoever finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. The poor plead for mercy, but the rich answer harshly. A man of many companions may be ruined, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. It was Proverbs chapter 18. And now for our final portion today, we will be reading um, from the Apostolic Writings. I just want to make a quick note about our reading today. Today our reading was supposed to be Acts 17, but yesterday Johanna accidentally read Acts 17 instead of Acts 16. So today I will be going back and reading Acts 16. And he came to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed, but his father was a Greek. And the brothers who were in Lystra and Iconium gave a good testimony about him. Paul wanted to have him go out with him, and he took and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those parts, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. And as they went on their way through the cities, they delivered the decrees to them to keep which had been ordained by the emissaries and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the assemblies were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. Now when they had gone through the region of Pergia and Galatia, they were forbidden by the Ruach HaKodesh to speak the word in Asia. When they had come opposite Mysiah, they tried to go into Berthnai, but the Ruach did not allow them. And passing by Mysiah, they came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There was a man of Macedonia standing, begging him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Now when he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go out to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to proclaim the good news to them. Therefore, setting sail from Troas, we made a straight course to Semothras, and the following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is the city of Macedonia, the foremost of the district, a Roman colony. And we were staying some days in this city, and on the Shabbat day, we went outside of the city by a riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Thyatira, one who worshipped God, overheard us. The Lord opened her heart to listen to the things which were spoken by Paul. And when she and her household were immersed, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my home and stay. So she persuaded us. Now it came to pass, as we went to prayer, that a certain girl, having a spirit of divination, met us, who brought her masters much gain by fortune-telling. 
This girl followed after Paul and us, was crying out, saying, These men are the servants of El Elyon, who proclaim to us a way of salvation. And she was doing this for many days. But Paul, becoming greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Yeshua the Messiah to come out of her. And it came out of her that very hour. But when her master saw that the hope of their gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrate, they said, These men, being Jews, are agitating our city, and they are teaching customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans, to accept to do. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many strokes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them secretly, who, having received such a command, threw them into the innermost prison and secured their feet in the stocks. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were loosed. The jailer, being roused out of sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. Then he called for lights, ran in, fell down trembling before Paul and Silas, brought them out, and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Yeshua the Messiah, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was immediately immersed, he and all his household. And he brought them up into his house and set food before them and rejoiced greatly with all his household, having believed in God. But when it was day, the magistrates sent to the sergeant, saying, Let these men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore come out and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us publicly without a trial, men who are Romans, and have cast us into prison. Do they now release us secretly? No, most certainly but let them come themselves and bring us out. And the officers reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Romans. And they came and appealed to them, and when they had brought them out, they asked them to depart from the city. So they went out of the prison and entered into Lydia's house, and when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. That was Acts chapter 16. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year's cycle, you will also be reading Revelation chapter 11 today. And that concludes our readings for today. May you have a blessed rest of your day. And until next time, busy moms, this is Karen from the Golan Heights. Mm-hmm.